Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 80 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. And we have a massive week this week. Some of the news we're going to be covering is Infinity Ward's deal with cheaters, the initiative bringing on more big developers, a Tintin game is in the works, how Far Cry 6 might bring back Vass, and release dates and updates for The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. We also have the best weekly deals from a range of publishers across all gaming platforms. Remember, if you are listening now, don't forget to share the podcast around, tell a friend about it, leave a rating as it really does help us grow. If you are watching us over on YouTube, please leave a like. My name is Gray as a Gamer and join with me as always, one and only Deaf Puppies. How are you, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm <laughs> um, good. Settling into the insanity that is our current life right now. Mm. So here we are. How how are you handling week? Uh, what are we in now? Forty two or something. Seven hundred thirty three. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, if I'm it wasn't for this podcast, I, I would forget this is Tuesdays. Same Tuesdays like my week starts. Like, all right, I've got podcast night, and my wife has like noted in a journal so she knows she's like oh it's podcast night tonight so what time do you start <laughs> oh, usual time like, oh that's right it's tuesday bins go out yes. yesterday <laughs> yeah <Fuck. laughs> should have fed the dog damn did anyone get the kids <laughs> how oh. is it all mate how is um it? it's okay I've, I've settled into a routine of not working which is weird we have we're schooling the kids now as well because the school has started back but we have to homeschool them for, for the resources supplied by the school at the moment so there's something to do during the day, which makes the day go by a little bit faster. Even if it's a few hours, it gets through that like nine, ten till one, two o'clock period done, which is like usually yeah. the worst. You're just like, oh, I'm half asleep. I don't want to go back to bed. But it's good. Yeah. It's good. How have um, how you been this week? Hey, I mean, I know nothing changed for you, but no, it's still it's still pretty uh, business as usual up this end, uh, the northern end of Australia. Not much has uh, not much has changed from. From when it was locked down to now, um, it's all pretty cruisy. Um, this, the town we're in is like super locked in. Uh, army, everything, it's all barricaded off, so people can't Wild. even get out of the um, out of the park at the moment. So, makes it interesting. What have you been playing this week? Talk to me about the games you've got. Oh, you're right. So I finished finished Uncharted two. I think I had like the last time. Did you enjoy Uncharted two? Yeah, I did. It was a lot. Like I said, it was a. I think well, I'd started it when we first last spoke about it. Um, market market improvement from one, like massive massive upgrades. Um, three is much the same. Um, after playing through two, I have a special hatred for helicopters, like a very <laughs> fucking special hatred for helicopters. Behind I, I, D. Yeah, it's um. Oh boy, that was, I mean, it was fine. It was just like every surprise helicopter. I was like, oh great, here we go again. This is this is fine. <laughs> um, so I I started three. I think I'm a couple of hours into that now. Yeah. Um, so not too far. Um, and I decided to kind of take a break. I just kind of had the end of a stream. Like, oh, we'll start Uncharted three since I've got the PlayStation out, and then we'll I'll do some other stuff throughout the week. Um, I've also been playing Generation Zero. I um was gifted that. What's Generation Zero? Generation Zero. It's like a. It's a survival game, and you you get put into this like post-apocalyptic. I think it's Russian world. Like it's kind of the area. I think most of it's in Russian from memory. I could be terribly wrong though. Eastern European. Or European, anyway. <laughs> um, something. Speaking foreign languages, I do not understand. And you you start off at a house, and you're given an objective, find a flashlight, find a weapon. So you scrunch the house, you find a weapon, find a flashlight, and you go outside. And then you are faced with robots. There are all these like robots. Right? Some, some weird event happened. I think the, the whole point is you've got to go through the world and find the clues to figure out what happened. Okay, um, that's and, that's a new and, take. That's good. Yeah, so you you you, you pop in and it's like, all right, cool, and then you walk out the door. You get your weapons, you get a bit of stock, and you start moving towards your next mine. You run into these like robot dogs that hunt you down. Like, you, you, there's a, a slight kind of stealth mechanic to it, not like very deep, but if you get inside, they'll spot you, 
and like yeah. they'll like look for you and stuff. So it's very kind of think like Assassin's Creed two basic kind of structure with the stealth mechanic there, where you're either uh, noticed yeah, okay, on yeah. watch or they're after you. Um, yeah. And then yeah, you just keep going through. You find um, you go through all these different abandoned towns. You, you, it's multiplayer, so you can jump in with friends. Um, is there permadeath or anything like that no no permadeath I, there might be a setting for it i don't know but um permadeath you die you keep all your items this is kind of an exploration game really custom um, character you get to choose some of them it's very basic um and i went with a, a mohawk a punk jacket and checkered checkered tight pants because it looked incredible uh, <laughs> But no, it's it's very basic. It's kind of what Fallout seventy six. I think they were pitching for with like way less bugs. Like it's like you, you, kind of like you still like it. I, I know it reminded me of that a little bit because you're in this you're in this wasteland. The only thing you encounter are robots, tapes, and letters, and the other people that you play with. Yeah, but it's not yeah, online. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. so it, it's gonna kind of get that kind of feel to it but it wasn't broken as all fuck and gotcha yeah it was quite enjoyable you know there's some very tense moments in the game like it, it's usually you you've got i think you have three weapons you can carry um some shotgun a hunting rifle and a, and a pistol i think i have at the moment and yeah you just kind of go through the world and when like you get tracked by robots you know so you're sitting there oh, fuck, there's this one here and they're like they're, they're an actual threat like can you can you kill them is that the idea yeah, you, is that, you yeah. can you can kill them and then you can loot them for, for parts and scrap and stuff to build other things and upgrade your weapons later on um but yeah like you, you go through like these these um i think you know, there's one part i was going through like a, a tunnel into a new like a, a bunker and just got swarmed by these two dogs and like it was dark and all you see in the distance is this red eye just kind of light <laughs> up so oh fuck oh no no you like start screaming for help and panic shooting at everything I'm done for. Um, yeah, but it's it's rather enjoyable. It's it's not it's not a it's a not a wildly complicated game, but it, it's nice. I played it the beta well about I played the beta when the beta was the beta, obviously. Um Obviously. Obviously. And it was mm. it was very it was very barren. And I know recently they did a big update, which is what made me want to check it out the second time because I didn't really like the beta too much because you kinda of walk out, it was like a car on the road and that was it. But they filled the world now. There's like more kind of natural storytelling there as well. Like there's there's wrecks, there's abandoned outposts and stuff like that that wasn't there. Um, crushed stealth bombers in the fields that weren't there before. So it's really cool. They've really updated the world to make it feel that a little bit more alive, even though everything is dead. Um, yeah, but it was done well. I quite enjoy. It. I'm kind of keen to get back into it. Uh, what was it called again? And what can you play it on? Generation Zero. I believe it is on. It's on PC, so I'm playing it on. But I believe it's on Xbox and PlayStation as well. For memory i'm not too sure i know it's okay. definitely definitely pc but i'm pretty sure it came to xbox and playstation as well as on steam that. what um, else have you been uh, getting into this week have you got anything anything else have i got this um i played a little bit of moving out which i know is something you've played a little bit of as well mm, yes yes mm, i have yes we, 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 we were kind of excitedly talking about this one um you know in our little chat earlier today and Gray was talking about how we got a code from, oh, look, it's on Game Pass. It came out today. So I downloaded it with my wonderful internet, not rubbing it into you at all, Gray. And, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and yes, yes. I, I got, it's a multiplayer game. I played it solo and it was okay. Like It's nowhere near as fun as what it would be, I imagine, as multiplayer. But it was a fun little game. Good sense of humor. Everything worked well. I liked the aesthetic of the cartoony kind of wackiness to it. It was really fun. Um... Again, it reminds me very much of Overcooked, but like with moving houses. It yeah. was fun. What, what did you What did you think about it, man? Um, I've I've really enjoyed it. I've got some co op in uh, last night, and yeah, it is fucking fantastic co op yeah. experience. It is legitimately you have a smile on your face the entire time you're playing it. Um, I think they've just done they've done a really good job in just nailing the the fun aspect of yeah. the game. Just it is a simple simple game. You, you, your idea is you are a removalist for smooth moves. You need to go and help people remove their stuff from their houses and uh, throw it in the back of your truck, and that's it. But and just throw it out a window. 
Well, yeah, throw it off yeah, the second that's the, story. I think that's the most satisfactory part. We throw it out the second story and it smashes the window the and truck. still lands in the truck. It's like, yes! Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did a lot. Uh, I did a fair chunk of it solo, which it definitely is not geared for solo. I mean, I still had a mm. hell of a lot of fun and I still think there is like a very big, a big push there for people to play it in solo. It's unfortunate there's no online co-op. Yeah, oh, it's, it's weird. The sources that has it and then it didn't. And I was like, well, this is... I don't know. Maybe it's something they're looking at doing. I, I did look into it. The um, they said they might look into it. It didn't sound like, oh, yes, we're definitely looking into doing it later down the track. It's like, oh, yeah, we might do yeah, it later if there's a demand yeah. for it, which is fair. But especially... I think there will be a demand for it because... Um, um, it's a bit the way yeah, the situation is now. Yeah, but this game yeah. is just a lot of fun playing playing next to someone and... You know, I, mean, I could imagine playing four-player co-op online with a bunch of friends. Oh, it'd be nuts. Hilarious. Brilliant. Hilarious. Yeah. The humor in it is on point. The cartoon uh, animations, is it just it looks good aesthetically. It looks good. Um, like I said, funny. And there is some variety there. It's quite good how they spice up the gameplay quite well. They add a lot of elements in slowly as you go. So obviously it starts off quite easy. And then things start yeah. to get a little harder. So you go, you know, you've got like, you might have to go to a haunted house and uh do removal in a haunted house and you'll go up against ghosts ghosts will try and chase you around and you gotta smack them out of the way or they'll slapping things you. is is the funniest shit though have you when you smack I've... open the door and it comes back and knocks you out no i haven't done yeah. that yet but i was slapping the turtle in the first mission <laughs> how is the bloody cheek on the turtle man coming up and know, stealing right? his shit any right? fool does the tug of war against you as you try to hunk it back i was like the uh, the best the best one I don't know if you got to the level yet but uh, you got to go to a farm and pick up wild animals. It no, I haven't hilarious. done that one yet. I you think the to, last one I did the chickens was around. The, one of the mansions. Um, they're like, um, and I think about other than about eight or uh, six or eight moves in, I think somewhere around there. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm okay. not I wasn't hugely into it, but I spent like an hour or so dicking around with it today just because I had some a bit of spare time. Yeah, no, the yeah. Uh, this one it is. It is absolutely fucking classic running around after a chicken, chasing the chicken. You got to go back and you put the chicken in the truck and the next minute the chicken runs off and you're like, oh, you got to build up hay bales to stop the chicken getting out of your truck. <laughs> you got pigs, you got fucking sheep. Yeah. And they're all cheeky fuckers. Mm. And it's just, it is very humorous to play. Um, even more humorous to play with a friend sitting beside, sitting beside you. Um, yeah. yeah. Cracker of a game, SMG Studios, uh, an Australian dev team as well. It's done very well. But that's yeah. um that was only one few games I played this week. I've still been working my way through Final Fantasy VII remake again. As, yeah, as a frog. It's how's just, that um how's that stress level on that? It's not. It's it's a weird experience. I'm telling you. It's like I enjoy doing these challenge videos, going back to doing old game like games that I've played because I get more out of it. I get you know it goes for a bit longer and I get to enjoy the you know a, a sillier side to the game. But yeah, this is uh, full on, man. I'm getting to the part now where I'm experiencing very diminishing returns in my hits. And uh, yeah, the old frog jump just does not have the legs to take down some of the uh, bigger enemies and the tougher ones. And I'm st- I'm going into the, the final act soon. So I'm not even in oh, the final act yet. Which yeah, is, oh, wow. Um, so you still got a fair bit to go. I've still got a lot to go. Yeah, heaps. Heaps to go, but I'm slowly going through it. It, it. Because I'm not in a rush to get through the game, I know what the story is. It's fine. Um, I did yeah. see a uh, funny, I did see a Reddit post about someone's like, and it gained a fair bit of traction. They're like, someone needs to do a uh, complete playthrough as a frog pack. Um, and I was like, mate, I am like three weeks, two weeks, or whatever it is ahead of you. I've already started, I'm into it. It takes a while. <laughs> and the other game that i've i didn't i didn't think i would honestly say this on the podcast that i've jumped into is fallout 76 shock tell me more no i mean we, Wait, I think, but... did we mention that it had an update last week i think we might have mentioned it in passing or something well we did we did speak yeah. about it that it, it did review uh you know it, it got much higher marks i think than what a lot of people were expecting yeah, it intrigued me enough to hop in and have a go at it. I mean, it's fifty dollars, I think, now on Steam, something like that. So it's not like it's um, 
brand new retail price that you're paying. So yeah, hopped into that. I have to say, I'm really enjoying it so far. I know I've probably only put in about 10 hours, but it's been actually really good. Okay, right. Like, tell me, oh, tell, what, what, what have you experienced? Because I know they changed the first so the big, couple of missions. The, the big addition to Wastelanders, and I, I, I can see why people are enjoying this update. It adds NPCs to the game. I know, ridiculous concept in a Fallout game. You think NPCs would be there since the start of it, but no, and it just it brings so much more life to the game. It feels full. Like there, it feels like there's actual things, moving parts happening within the game that aren't player tailored or player orientated. So it's just, it's good. It's just like, it's, it feels like normal fallout. I've only run into like two or three people um, who were pretty geared up and that was it. And they literally were just, just ran past me, just could not care about what I was doing and just kept going. So so this low level player was like, we'll leave him for now. Come yeah, back. look at him in his stupid vault party hat and machete and wooden chest armor. <laughs> That's me <laughs> trying to beat down some bloody mole rat. It's um, it feels very Fallout. I mean, I've still got a lot to go. It might change. I don't know. I've, I've heard like the quest line looks really interesting. I know there's two sides to it. And I think there's a good and an evil path you can take. It just it feels really Fallout. I haven't got an upgrade like I said. I think maybe ten hours something like that into it, but. Definitely want to get more into it and go from there. But yeah, I think it's if you've got the game, if you've owned it and haven't touched it, this is a free update. I think it is worth going back and just having a look. You might be surprised um, at what it's got. That microtransaction store, though, can fuck right off. That thing is horrible. Yeah, I've heard it's um, fucking terrible. in your face man it pops up all the time like you push the escape bar it's like bam there it is and it's like i, I wanted to see the map why does this pop up it, it is it is bad <laughs> this is not this is not the m button no they need to get rid of that or deal with that in some way but yeah yeah that's it did, did you much. see anything about the, the the was it the fallout first pass while you were there was that kind of included in that store push <laughs> it is in there but i haven't really look too much into it so that's the subscription service of it yeah 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 so bucks a month or something it is yeah i don't know i don't i didn't i don't know enough about it to talk about it firsthand but i don't like it already yeah like it, just, it is shit i know what it was because we've covered it before but um i think the biggest selling point of that subscription service was that it gives you your own world your own server. Yeah, there was there, there was some issues with that too. Like people yeah. were able to join anyway, even if you had it on private. Um, that's right. Your friends yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and like so... worlds have come like preluded. It was like they were secondhand or something. Um, that's like stuff right, was kind of yeah. not there that should have been. Um, so I think they and they could sucker people in with it because this does feel like Fallout feels much more like Fallout with the NPCs and the dialogue and the story and, you know, everything is progressing as a normal Fallout game should. It could sucker people in that want that really true experience of not being hassled by other players or seeing other players breaking that immersion that they want with their with the world. I mean, because that's, I don't know if it's for you. For me, that's why I play Fallout. It's the immersion of the world. It's, yeah, you know, I don't play Fallout for the gunplay. I play God, it no. for... I play for the world, the exploring, the quests, you know, the silly side things, the characters you meet, yeah. you know, and, you know, other things you kind of like, you see the odd bug, um, just shit like that. You kind of like, I'm not here for guns. I'm not here for shooting. I'm not here for that slick gameplay. I'm here to explore this, this awesome world that Bethesda are really good at creating. And so far, it looks like they've done that again. I don't know. They've, I'll talk put, more about they've, it. They've put the world in the shell. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'll talk more about it uh, next week if I get more time into it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see what the, the rest of the experience is like getting up like through those through those levels. Yeah. One, only one more, compl- uh, one complaint about it I will say before we go is I have run into an issue where Fallout is all around or based around your skill points and what you can do, charisma, you know, intelligence, stuff like that. I've yeah. already, even at like, 
extremely low level, like level one, run into uh, dialogue options and stuff like that that are so outrageous. Like I'm nowhere near that level. Like, it's it just doesn't make any sense. Like it's it's like it feels like it's tailored for a, someone who's been playing since the start, and now this update's happened for them. Their yeah, skill level enough. will be able to do it. I can't do it. So I can't interact with that part. And it feels like it's just, you know, conversations just get walled right off because it's all marked off in red and it leaves yeah. like, you know, one or two dialogue options. And oh, it just so you're not getting the full experience because you haven't been mm, playing. Yeah, it feels like it's yeah, kind of gated just a, just a little bit. I don't know. I've I mean, I understand it. them making it one of those, like have the perks for other players and like, because, you know, they've, they've, they've worked for those. But yeah, I can see how from, from a new player perspective, that could be a bit annoying just a bit shitty. just yeah. uh, just a little bit but we shall continue on all right should we hit some deals this we week should smack them. let's find out some good deals everyone psn is first off living the playstation plus we still have uncharted 4 and dirt rally uh, i believe they will be leaving this week yes yeah, last week, week. week um i did see what could potentially be next next month and it looks like it's dying light and I've forgotten the other one, but it, it was pretty good. <laughs> It'll come back to me. Um, I don't. I, we don't know if that'll be the deals next week, but Uncharted 4 Dirt Rally, still there. Go grab them. PSN deals that we've picked are the Surge 2 for $46.47 and the Division 2 for $15. Xbox this week, our Games with Gold, Project Cars 2, Toy Box Turbos, which goes from April 16th to April 30th. And the Knights of Pen and Paper bundle, which runs from the April April sixteenth to May fifteenth. Do you know anything about those ones at all? Not Knights of Pen and Paper. We've had it on deals here before. Um, I, I just can't remember. Yeah, it's 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 come up as a deal. Um, in the um games with uh, not the games with gold, the deals with gold. Um, quite a uh, bit. Okay, but as a bundle. Um. I might have to grab it and have a look at it. And I'll get back to you. Right, yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of deals with gold, we have Darksiders Fury Collection, which is uh, one and two for $10.50, and the Ugulele and the Impossible Lair for $22.47. Over on the Switch, we have Overcooked 2 for $14, and Epic Store this week features For the King. You got any information on For the King at all? Yes, For the King. So I've actually played it. Um, it's a yeah. I have one I've played right. Uh, I played this back. It was on it's on Game Pass as well, I believe. It might still be there. It was when I played it anyway. But it's like a kind of like a, a roguelike strategy game. Kind of it mashes a few things up. Um, you kind of travel through the world. You've got limited distances you can travel each ter- each day. Um, with different characters, you get different stats, and then it has like a turn based um fight system as well. It's okay. like turn-based combat, so you like you wander through the area and you might stumble across something that wants to fight you or find enemies, or you might go raid it as small dungeons in there as well, which is like progressively hard levels as you go through. And I think there's like eight to ten levels per dungeon, um, and it's all procedurally. All the maps are procedurally generated as well, which makes things interesting. So every time you have a different playthrough, it's different. But it was it's quite the, the art style is quite quite nice. It's a little di- little different, but um, kind of kind of cartoony. But yeah, kind of okay. like cartoony clay model looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it was a fun little game. I, I played it for three or four nights. I think I had, I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it's not particularly my style of game, and I still managed to enjoy it, which was good. Um, but yeah, neat little game. Definitely worth picking up if you're into turn-based turn-based combat and stuff like that. Sweet as that's over on the Epic Store for the King news and updates time. Now we've got some uh, we got some chunky news this week. I think there, there's a there's a fair bit to cover with some pretty good stories. We're going to kick it off with Infinity Ward dealing with cheaters. I love this. This is such a good this is such a good move. Yeah, Infinity Ward is taking drastic steps to reduce cheaters' influence in Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Call of Duty Warzone. The solution is simple. Make the cheaters play against each other so they can all be miserable. Beginning now, Modern Warfare and Warzone players who report potential cheaters 
will receive an in-game notification to let them know the offending player was banned. Additionally, Infinity Ward has released additional dedicated security updates to both games, while matchmaking has been updated to place sus suspected cheaters into matches with one another. Additionally, Infinity Ward is deploying more resources to its enforcement teams, among others, to help rid the game of cheaters. Infinity Ward has already banned more than 70,000 people from Warzone. And this figure does not include any bans from the standard Modern Warfare. Wow. This is amazing. 70,000 70, people have been banned. That is. I wonder if that's... <laughs> that, surely that's not IP ban. That's just got to be an account ban. It has to, yeah, has no to be. Yeah, it has to be, surely. I mean, there's no one left. <laughs> Actually, they still would, but that's crazy. I think it's fantastic they're sticking cheaters in with each other. I think it's it's come, I think that solution has come up quite a few times in different circles. I think even we've discussed that kind of process here mm, yeah, um, yeah. quite a while back. And just seeing someone actually put it in action is fucking beautiful. It is. It is good. And cheat it fine. That way they can hack their game and they can do what the hell they want and they can find out what it feels like to be cheated against and go, well, this is shit. I'm probably not going to do this. Here's the question, though. If all the hackers are paying for their hacks, does Modern Warfare now become pay to win? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it does, by definition. <laughs> I um, I think this is a, this is a great... A great thing that they obviously everyone needs to do this. Um, and the the more popular your game, obviously the more you're gonna have to deal with cheaters. And I think with the rise of streaming recently, cheating has become huge. It's become a thing because of the um, you know stream sniping big streamers to try and get your clips and YouTube videos and shit like that is just is just massive. And you've watched them, the poor bastards that you know, play the game properly um, and stream to a lot of people, all they do all day is just get constantly jumped on and clapped on by people that are just hacking the game. And it just, it'd just it be so frustrating to try and oh, go yeah. up against all... Imagine if you're doing, like, streaming was your day, your day job. You did it every day, five days a week or whatnot. Constantly this getting... Is this is what you have to do yeah. every day and stream snipers and stuff like that. It would just like, it would make This is why I'm not really good at games. Difficult. So no one bothers stream sniping me because I'm dead <laughs> within the first few rounds anyway. It's fine. It's all part of my grand plan. Um, Speaking just... of another game that's got cheaters though, like Destiny is struggling at the moment with cheaters. Yeah, they've had a big rise. I Huge mean, they've, they've been there since they they started, started with PC, but like the last few months, it seems to be either because the player population's gone down or it's risen because of Trials, um, which is the competitive gameplay mode for name I didn't know, um, or a combination of both, where they, they just seem so much more prominent too. And, yeah, I know. that. I, I, not being in the Destiny community uh, but still watching it from the outside, I, can't, I guess a lot of people are really annoyed with it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Bungie, until very recently, have been taking the cheaters very seriously. seriously they haven't yeah. mentioned it or done much to it, but it'd be it'd be interesting if they could do this, put them all together in the same same lot. Same lot, be, yeah. It'd be pretty funny, actually. It'd be the world's cru quickest crucible matches. Just be people teleporting <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> that it would. That it would. All right, let's bring on the initiative. So the initiative, bring on more big guns. One of the newly established Xbox development studios, the initiative continues to hire big name talent for its first project. The Southern California studio has hired Salivia Chambers, who worked on Uncharted 4 and Uncharted The Lost Legacy at Naughty Dog and Battlefield 5 with DICE uh, to become an animator at the company. Chambers' LinkedIn page states that she is working at the initiative on a contract basis, having started in April 2020. In addition to Chambers, the initiative has assembled a big team of talent for their first game. Red Dead Redemption writer Christian Canamessa is contributing to the script, while God of War lead producer Brian Wostergaard is also working at the studio, alongside Dan Nieberger, a 12-year veteran of Crystal Dynamics. Blake Fisher is a 16-year-old Microsoft veteran in publishing, 
Lindsay McQueen, former recruiter at Google, Crystal Dynamics, and 30H Studios. Drew Murray, who was also the game director on Sunset Overdrive, is the design director at the initiative. The initiative's first game has not been announced, but the game is playable in an early state. Xbox boss Phil Spencer visited the studio in January 2020, and his visit prompted a rumor that the initiative was working on a reboot of an Xbox franchise. It, that is this a, that's a team there, man. It's like the yeah, yeah, Avengers assemble. It feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like and I've heard of a few of those those people, so um that's I wonder what they're working on. Alright, so Let's let's work on let's work on the 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 the, 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 the possible rumor that it's an Xbox franchise. That narrows it down because if they're doing, I mean, they're probably doing a new game as well. But I dare say they'd be doing a new game and maybe a reboot. Mm. Possibly have two games on the run. Um, Microsoft, when like with most um, publishers, they've kind of started or bought, have done two games. So like you heard um, Ninja Theory with Bleeding Edge and Hellblade Two. Yeah. So. I have a feeling that might be the case. Launch, they'll do one game for Xbox and kind of one game for themselves. All right. What do you? Or, or, or what something do you, What do you? What do you think they're working on? Pick. I mean, I think if it, if it's what? a old franchise, I would perfect dark. You know what? I yep. would totally down for that. Yeah, it, it it has to be. That's it. Perfect dark would be amazing, but I don't know. The last time they redid Perfect Dark was it Perfect Dark Zero? That was, mm. oh. It was. It was not. It was not. I, I used to play a lot of Perfect Dark when I was younger. What what franchise is that? What IP do they have that would warrant a team like this re, like redoing? Good. Yeah, you would think you'd give a team that good something new to do. Like let them, you know, just go. go here's your budget and off you run with it. Go Maybe bring something cool. We, we, the yeah, who knows? I mean, it. I mean, it could be. I guess it could be both. But yeah, I. I, I hope it's a new IP. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. all up for really good reboots and playing Perfect Dark again. With I mean, I can go play Perfect Dark now. I have it on my Xbox. But playing a newer version of that that wasn't Perfect Dark Zero would be great. Um, <laughs> I got so excited about the rare bundle. You know, the 120 games that had a, had Perfect. That was it. It was like oh, when the Xbox yeah, first came, yeah. it had like all the old rare games on there. And yep. it was Perfect Dark on there. And that was the only thing I downloaded on there because Perfect Dark. Oh, anyway. That's all you wanted. That was all I wanted. But um, yeah, I really hope it's a new IP. Going by who they have, it's going to be third person. At the, you, you, wouldn't, you would think, you would, think they so. would put this team together to go up against Sony's AAA. Yeah, yeah that would be, be it. First, third person action games. That's what... That's what Microsoft lacks. That's what they want, and that's what you'd put this awesome team up to go design something, you know, along those lines. You'd think so, anyway. You'd think so. Like I mean, again, all those games are third person. Sunset Overdrive, um, Uncharted, God of War. Mm. There's a very yeah, strong. There's a very. There's like. There's no FPS people in there. It's very strong. So yeah, it could be very much like a, a big AAA, super high. Yeah, I think that might be there. Kind of push against sony with their, their storytelling perhaps yeah they've um, got to have something and you're right about that like surely they wouldn't do another shooter would they they would just kind of let halo be its thing and yeah well they, the yeah, they wouldn't want to overshadow or... halo and you've well, got yeah, gears as a know, if you could if you could develop a game to overshadow halo for shooting you'd be doing yeah, good point. Well. you'd be doing very well um but i do see where you're coming from yeah but yeah you just think you just think uh, let three four three have the the Halo market, the first shooter market, and go with that. Let these guys do something different. Yeah, it's, I'm excited. Um, will be, yeah. Do you think um, we'll hear anything from them this year, or do you think no. these guys are two three years away? I think longer? these guys are another couple of years away. We might hear an yeah. announcement in two years, I'd say, because um, yeah. if they're still hiring talent, it means that they're yeah, still, still kind of getting things together and what did they hire us again? Um, an animator. So they're still animating. So there's yeah. 
Could yeah, it's still a little. I think bit. the base would be there, but they wouldn't be ready to talk about anything for at least another year and a half, at least bare minimum. And they may may like release like a title, just like coming soon, and yeah, or world premiere, or it's got to be the world, world premiere. premiere. That's it. Do the voice. <laughs> we love the voice. Xbox exclusive. All right, let's move on to our next next news story, and that is Tintin game is in the works. French publisher Microids, responsible for last year's Black Said adaption, have announced that they'll be releasing a new Tintin game. They are calling it an action adventure, which will also feature characters from the comics like Captain Haddock, Professor Calicus, Detectives Thompson and Thompson, and Snowy the Dog. According to Stefan Longred, Stefani Longred, CEO of Microids, this really is a dream come true for us. The adventures of Tintin transported millions of readers worldwide and this opportunity will allow us to put our talents at the service of one of the biggest creators of the 20th century and it's inked hero our team members are fans of the famous reporter and will do their best to pay this franchise a vibrant homage we can't wait to kick off this project cool sounds like it's a while away though yeah it is i'm ex- I, I'm a big tintin fan how yeah. big very it was my childhood i used to watch i used to get called tintin because i had a very similar haircut when i was younger um, <laughs> <laughs> my nickname was tintin for ages during primary school um because i was really? a lot blonder like i've got very dark hair but when i was younger my hair was very light and blonde yeah, so right. i used to get called tintin <laughs> um but i could this would be really cool hopefully it's just not another action adventure game though because i mean you've got the you've got the detective elements there too and i really hope they lean on that a bit more go like not like Batman, like press button to highlight things, but there's like proper puzzle uh, solving and stuff. Actual detective stuff. Yeah, actual yeah. detective stuff where you like have notes and you take them and all that kind of stuff. So, so it'd be really, really cool. Sherlock-esque detective style. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you have your classic action adventure kind of stuff as well. I think, it'd be, I think it, it could be a really cool game. I wouldn't say will. It could be because we don't know. Would it be weird if it had shooting mechanics? Yes, it would be very weird if it had shooting mechanics. I mean, there are guns, and maybe there could be some shooting sequences, but, I mean, if you were carrying a gun the entire time, I think it would kind of ruin it. Mm. Yeah, I'm just wondering what they do with the uh, the action-adventure you know, tag that they've got there as well. What, what part do they, do they add to it? Yeah. Should be um should be interesting though. I hope um the main thing that I would be most interested to see is the art style. I would like to see how they pull it off. As a game, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've seen similar kind of art styles to that already. I mean, it's a different type of game, but I like look at I mean Cuphead's Oh yeah. yeah so you, you I can see it happening like not as zany as Cuphead, obviously, but that kind of art style. A kind of really colourful, poppy, very very plain line drawn. Um, no, keeping like very true to the comics. I think that'd be really really cool. Um, I mean, it obviously, it wasn't colour when it first came out, but the, the, the there was a TV series, um, yeah, as well, which was coloured. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it'd be, be I think it'd be cool, series. man. It'd be even if it is like a, a base kind of action adventure game, having that different like that non realistic style to it would be really really cool. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Book me in. Up next, though, we have Far Cry 6 may bring back Vass. This is, uh, it should be interesting, this one. So Far Cry 6 is rumored to be in development for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, and the PC, obviously. And it may bring back the series' most recognizable character and one of the most iconic villains in video games. Vas Montenegro, the main antagonist of Far Cry 3, the best entry in the popular open-world action series to date, during a recent Reddit AMA, Michael Mando, the actor who brought the character to life, teased he may reprise his role as Vas very soon. Vas is my spirit animal. Having co-created that character is something that will always be dear to me, said Mando when asked if he got recognised as the villain. I still get recognised as Vas, and I still feel the outpouring of love for that character. Makes me very happy. Who knows, maybe I will reprise my role very soon. The tease is not a definitive confirmation the character is coming back, but it's a pretty big wink. 
That said, who knows what form the return will be in. For example, there's no, no way to say that if this is a new game or it might be something else, like a short film on the project, a movie, or the character appearing in another Ubisoft game. Yes. Yes. Bring back Vlas, baby. He was such a good... You know what? He made that game. He actually made that entire series. He did. You know what? Bring him back as the playable fucking character. Oh. Play his his fucking story. His And how he got to, like... So it'd be like a prequel to 3. And you like could his even, rise, would yeah. Up, would you set it on the same island? It depends. I mean, you could, but there wasn't like a massive amount known about his background, was there? I don't think there was mm. a huge amount. Like he was there for most of it, but he could have come from somewhere else. He could have. I reckon. I reckon put it back on the island. Yeah, go back to the yeah. island. Yeah, just get, do it. Get just people mad at Ubisoft because... for using for using the same stuff again. Yeah. Well, you'd be hard pressed to bloody look at that the same. Well, that was PS3, um, yeah. with no remake on PS4 or Xbox One, so it'd be a huge jump the last time someone's played it. Visually wise. Visually, yeah, definitely. I mean, you'd have to. It'd be set years back as well, so you could change some stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have that's to bring hard. back the towers. I love the towers. Oh, no, instead of climbing the towers, you have to like build them. Oh fuck! Good God! <laughs> but imagine <yeah. laughs> Vass is a great right. character. He was. He was a. Mm. Um, he was so well written and acted um, by this guy here. He did he did such a, a sick job at bringing this guy to life? Probably one of what one of the most iconic game phrases now. Maybe. Maybe. He's just, He's just done such a. He's done a really good job, and I hope they. Um, I hope they bring him back. I hope it's not a side role, in like a. No, yeah, I'd like. I'd love to either see him come back as another. I mean, him coming back as another villain would be kind of. All right, cool. We get him back, but here we go again. I think something different, like seeing things from his perspective. Seeing seeing Far Cry Three from his perspective would be insane too. It would be. That would be a really yeah. cool twist on it. Try and stop, be. you know, the character from Far Cry Three. Like, imagine if you could, if they could work that out somehow. I'd be down. I'd be, yeah, I'd totally be down for that. That'd be amazing. Moving on to our last news story of the week, we have release dates for The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Shishima. So this is written from Herman Hust, the new. Uh, it's Sony Interactive. I think he has the, he runs the Worldwide Studios now. So this has come from the blog post over there. As our teams at Sony Interactive, uh, Sony Entertainment and Worldwide Studios approach development milestones and confront a world changed by COVID-19, we find ourselves having to adapt to today's ever-changing environment. Amid some disruptions to our working styles, we wanted to provide an update to PlayStation gamers who are e- eager to learn when our next exclusive title will arrive to the PlayStation 4. As we begin to see an ease in the global distribution environment, I am pleased to confirm that The Last of Us Part 2 will arrive on June 19th and Ghost of Tsushima will follow on July 17th. I want to personally congratulate and thank both teams at Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch Productions on their achievements as we know it is not an easy feat to reach the finish line under these circumstances. Both teams have worked hard to deliver world-class experiences and we can't wait to see what you think of them when they release in a few short months. That was a very quick turnaround for Naughty Dog. I was like, it's indefinitely. Like, we don't we don't know when, but three weeks later, oh, here's a date, which is fine. It's really good, but the, that was quick. This was announced because the game got fucking the story leaked. got leaked. Yeah, two days ago. I have unfortunately had it spoiled for me, and obviously, I'm never going to speak about it. Um, what I saw, but um, yeah, it is. I was devastated, man, when I first, when I saw it. I saw it in Twitter. It was like a normal post that someone's like, you know, made it like tick boxes and stuff like that, and they didn't put no nothing on there. You really couldn't tell. And there was all the key plot points of the game, oh, what happens, no. what happens to characters, where the story goes. It's just all there for your eyes to devour. You know what it's like when you flick past, like you're scrolling through on Twitter or something. It's 
yeah, by the time your brain recognizes it and interprets it, you've already read most of it. And it's like, that's fucked. Fucking yeah, scumbags. Was this, so that was leaked by an employee from what I've, I was, I didn't see, I, I wasn't spoiled, but I've been following the story. I kind of found out about after everything got taken down. I mean, it's the internet's forever and I, there's a chance I'll probably come across it at some point. But it was um, a Naughty Dog employee um, who was pissed off about something to do with payment. So they hadn't paid him properly or hadn't paid him at all. Um, so he leaked all the details. Or they leaked all the details. We don't know if it's a he or she. So Naughty Dog, especially with Naughty Dog being under so much scrutiny for crunch and stuff recently as well. Like pushing mm. the employees pretty hard. Oh yeah, this is um, like the, you don't repay like you don't repay your working friends like old mate who's worked with all these people by taking a big giant shit on them and going, well, I'm going to spoil your whole story that yeah. you guys worked so hard on. It, it is still but, I, I'm not I'm not justifying his actions at all. It's still a fucking shit thing to do, but that's where it came from. It was a disgruntled employee over yeah. a pay dispute. Um, which sucks, yep. you know. Fucking, and it, and 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 if you happen to know, be like Gray. Don't fucking tell anyone. Don't be shit. No, we shouldn't don't have to like because you're all amazing. Like but being on social media or share it because, like, even if you interact with it, um, other people can uh, see it. Can see it. Also, and... I guess a forewarning for anyone that hasn't seen it: just be aware. You might want to get on, get on, and block some words for a little I'd bit. Be blocking, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do not click on any threads to do with anything Naughty Dog or um, Last of Us because people are just posting the spoilers. Like, we have the everywhere. release date here. You mean you come to us? We'll never spoil it. We're, we're, we're nice. Right. We won't do that. But mm. June nineteenth, you can get the game, and then you can you'll be safe. We promise. We hope. Promise so, do you think it was? Um, I've got a, I've got my own little working theory on why it's coming out the way it is. Mm. I think we're going to see the console in May. That's it. They'll yep. finally unveil it here. It is what it looks like, what it does. Here's some games that go with it. And then you've got this in June. Uh, you got Last of Us in June. And then you've got Ghost of Tsushima in July. And like that is like some pretty crazy momentum building up towards the release. Yeah, that's like... Which who knows then what it's... it is. Then it's just details, detailed. And then from there, it's all PS5, and they just push that hard. Yeah. And there's market for it. Um, yeah. So it, yeah, does, it makes it, sense. It does make sense. It, it would give them a hell of, you know, internet space moving forward if that's the way they went through with it. It just sucks that they actually finally had to get here because someone was a dick, <laughs> man. So, and like to see the outpouring of all dog employees too on twitter they're like so devastated about it as well yeah they couldn't they couldn't believe like you know that it's been spoiled for them and whatnot hopefully it's some big plot by naughty dog and they're all in on it and that's actually not what happened so what i read was all a lie and giant mcguffin it'd be hilarious that would be fucking fantastic (laughs) i'm very happy doesn't i'm still either way i'm very for the game i will be buying it 100 percent. yes definitely same it's gonna be at least with the, at least there's like a month gap between them two so we can get through one and then get through the next one and i go oh god i have to choose one like down to a yeah. week it's like, Fuck. oh yeah if you had to you had to get through one within a week and then the next one no it is they're sony are quite good at doing that uh so is microsoft as well spacing yeah. those giving them time to breathe yeah ea should take some lessons <laughs> EA and need to learn some big lessons there. Mm-hmm. You would think they have. But that's, but that's, is, um, that, is that the first announced date we've had for Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, no, no, it we was had a second, and it was delayed, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so I think they've moved. Oh man, I think it was supposed to be in July. I think it was coming July yeah. 26th. Yeah, so they might have pushed that back to get they pushed Last of Us in there to put Last of Us in first. Um, and that obviously gives Sucker Punch some more time to, you know, another month at working at home to try and get final stuff done that they want done. Yeah, a bit of polishing and stuff like that. Yeah, which yeah. for a game, for open world game is always 
always appreciated. Always valuable polish. Definitely. That's about all I've got for this week. You got anything else you want to cover, mate? Um, no, I think that was it. It was um, I mean that that I think um, I mean I did the run sheet, so that, that last story was the only thing I had not because that only really came out the, this morning today. today, and I okay. did the yes, stuff I yesterday. Um, but no, that's that's pretty well it this week. I think you got anything else to throw in there? No, no, that's it. Done and dusted. Get into uh. Get back into moving out and finishing that off. Get my review done. I'm gonna get that hopefully out this week. It has to be out this week. I'm back into Fallout. Yeah. Cool. Pushing back cool. Final Fantasy as much as possible. Uh, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> Rightio. Well, where can people find you, mate? You can find me on Mixer and Twitter at deft underscore puppies. Great. Over on YouTube and Twitter as well at Grey Aussie Gamer. Very easy to find. You can also find us at 9 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday night at Mixer. On, on Mixer, sorry, at mixer.com forward slash deft underscore puppies with a Z. And if you need to find us, you can get us over at Twitter at left underscore pod. Also on YouTube where you can catch the replay of the live show if you missed it. Just search for two left thumbs podcast with us pop up. And that's about all, mate. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. You guys enjoy. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.